Hey there, are you sick and tired of feeling sick and tired? Join Adol Kozilski and Fagy Stern as they explore ways to reverse chronic illness and achieve vibrant health. Your health is your only wealth and together we can be better. Hashtag Healthy You, Wealthy You. Good morning. Good morning to all our listeners out there from a chilly Johannesburg. Um, it's been really, really cold and uh, I'm glad that I'm ensconced in my house or warm. Good morning, Faggy. How are you doing? Good morning, Ada. Well, thank you. I'm wondering if it's better to be in a light where it's 38 degrees. Uh, I'm, I'm about to buy an air ticket. I'm just not exactly <laughs> sure how I'm going to escape this country. But yes, <laughs> I'm very much a person that would, would love to just live in hot or, or you know. Always, always. Definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm for the warm weather. <laughs> well, we're going to have a very exciting show today and, and, and more on just understanding the motivation between, uh, behind our Healthy You, Wealthy You group. For a long while now, Faggy and I have, uh, um, you know, been on radio, been on WhatsApp, just trying to go out and teach people that our bodies are actually very, very intelligent. And if we give them the right, give our bodies the right information, we feed the right foods, we do the right things, our bodies are absolutely incredible and the body will in fact heal itself. So today we have great pleasure in bringing on to the show Mary Ann Shearer. She is a wellness author, a professional speaker, and a media personality. And she is an author whose inspiring journey has made her a role model for resilience, authenticity, and vitality. Mary Ann actually wrote the book called The Natural Way, A Family's Guide to Vibrant Health. Believe it or not, gone through 22 reprints. And now this book has been completely updated. It's now called Perfect Health, The Natural Way, and includes answers to many questions that she gets asked and is used as a handbook um, to her life-changing 100 Days to Health. Mary Ann has also worked with individuals, organizations who want to maximize their health and productivity, save thousands of healthcare rands and dollars, have better attitude, and accomplish more on a daily basis. So with much pleasure, good morning, Marianne. I believe you're in Cape Town, and yes, life is much warmer there. Well, a drop warmer. Good morning, but I think I'd also like to join you in Israel somewhere. It sounds awesome. <laughs> let's all escape. Come, let's just... I'm in. <laughs> when this is all over, we'll be doing a trip together. Exactly, exactly. Travel um, around Israel showing people how to eat healthy in Israel. This would be great. Yeah, well, I've got to tell you, just talking about eating healthy in Israel, that I think that the, the Israelis, like the Israeli breakfasts are really, really healthy. It's none of this like carb loading. I love going to Israel, going to a hotel, um, you know, and I can sit probably for most of the day just eating their breakfast. <laughs> well, we need to go. Take Excellent. a whole bunch of people and go. We have a couple of minutes before we go to our first break. And Mary Ann, maybe, uh, maybe give us a little bit of background of like what brought you to this place. And, you know, then we can, we, we can take it further from there. Kind of a bit of a long story, but I'm going to make it as short as possible. Um, I grew up, my father was a farmer and uh, we lived on a farm when I was little. And my mother had this medical encyclopedia that she would look up various things if she couldn't get to the doctor or to the hospital because it wasn't that easy in those days from a farm. And so I would study the pictures before I could read, the gory pictures of things like goiter and big open wounds and horrible things. And I think I frightened myself into being healthy because <laughs> out of a family of four kids, my mom would say, you have to eat your carrots and 
and your spinach so that your eyes will shine and your hair will curl and you'll be smart. And out of the four kids, I ate my carrots dutifully and my spinach, and then I ate my brothers and my sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only one with curly hair and the only one that doesn't do prescription lenses, so it must have worked. But it was it was a fascination with health and the human body my whole life. Um you know, I studied the physiology, anatomy, chemistry and subjects like that. So I had that sort of inclination all the time. I um thought of becoming a doctor but have never been able to stand the sight of blood. I actually pass out when, when I look at other people's blood and I can't stop it. So um I got interested as a teenager, very interested, you know, even as a young child in nutrition and was reading books like Arnold Eretz, Mucusless Healing Diet when I was in, in high school and everybody thought I was pretty crazy. I didn't drink coffee and I only ate whole wheat bread, so I thought I was doing all the right things. I met and married a man who helped open the first Kentucky Fried Chicken in the country and he lived on junk food. He lived on cola and burgers and he thought chicken was a vegetable. And, uh, <laughs> I remember on our first date, he bought himself a hamburger and I asked for a bottle of yogurt. And in those days, yogurt was this sort of Greek yogurt in a glass jar. And Mm. that's what I said and ate. So we got married and we had three kids and the kids kept getting ear infections, tonsillitis, allergic rhinitis. Before that, uh, when I, after I'd had my first child, I was actually diagnosed with being um, bipolar and my husband had very high blood pressure. It was 160 over 110 when he was 19 years old and he'd been told that he had to go on medication for life much the same as I was told I had to go on medication with my chemical imbalance of the brain for the rest of my life and I remember my mother had raised us um, to try and avoid medication if possible and if we had to take it to read the side effects so I remember reading the side effects of myself um, to being told I had to go on lithium that it would cause um liver problems and it could cause heart problems but what concerned me more than anything else that it could cause weight issues and I come from a family where most of the women are overweight by the time they're 30 and so I was very conscious as a young woman of not not, in fact as being diagnosed with bipolar I was actually at the thinnest I've ever been I was actually very underweight hold that thought there we're going to go for a bit of an ad break and we'll be back soon this is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. We're in conversation with Mary Ann Shearer, and if you would like to join the conversation, um, pass a comment, ask a question. Our SMS line is 34519, our telegram number 061-895-1019. Mary you were very, very skinny and you were worried about putting on weight, we hear. Yep. So I didn't want to go on the medication because it had these terrible side effects. I wasn't too concerned about my liver and my heart at that point, sadly. <laughs> you know, in sheer frustration, I, 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 I turned to God and I just begged. I said, please help me. I, I need to get out of this place. I, I can't take this medication and I feel like I'm losing my mind. I'm suffering from these incredible mood swings. One minute I'm wanting to, you know, take on the world and the next minute I'm wanting to kill myself. It's not a great place to be. And so I remember I had a real addiction to sugar, really bad sugar addiction. Um, and I could literally live on Smarties or a caramelized condensed milk for a, a days on end. Well, those were the days, hey? Yeah. <laughs> I used to eat, I just has, has a very bad, uh, what's her name? Uh, what, what do you call it? Um, uh, confession in university, yes. I used to eat one bar of beacon mint crisp and a cold drink for lunch. That was my, uh, the sum of my uh, nutrition. 
Well, <laughs> you must have been maybe in those days you thought that the chocolate bar was a vegetable. Uh, I did. I did. You know why? Because it was green. It had pictures of mint leaves on it. <laughs> Eating your greens. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I just, I remember crying out and saying, "God, help me! What am I going to do?" And I just, I mean, I don't, I don't think God speaks to us audibly, but I just felt in my heart that that I needed to, you know, was like go and look at what Adam and Eve ate. What would you eat if you were living in the Garden of Eden? That's the message I got. So I thought, okay, I would eat dates. So I went and bought dates, and I ate dates instead of Smarties and everything else. And it was a slow journey back, but I came out of it, and I haven't had any bipolar issues for over 33 years now. Wow. Um, so, in fact, yeah, it could even be a bit longer. And your um, husband's blood pressure? My husband's blood pressure, when he read the side effects of the medication later on, when once we were married, he went to the doctor and he said, you've got to go on this medication. And I said, can we just read the side effects? So my husband took a look at it. It was heart disease and diabetes, diabetes being the number one. And then he got to one of them, which was erectile dysfunction. And he said to the doctor, thank you very much. I'd rather have a heart attack. <laughs> he got home and he said, help me. Because at that point we were eating a lot healthier, but he was just eating what he wanted to at work. And I said, okay, the caffeine's got to go and you're going to have to reduce animal products drastically because it contains an, a fatty acid called arachidonic acid that increases blood pressure. That's its function. And so he made those changes. And today at, in 67, his blood pressure on a bad day after riding the hottest Argus ever and being knocked off his bike and scraped off the pavement and um, his blood pressure then was a hundred over seventy five. Amazing. So Amazing. much that's so incredible. That the, it was interesting because the paramedics said, Gosh, your blood pressure's low and I said, He's vegetarian and they said, Oh no, that's fine. Vegetarians have lower blood pressure. And I thought that's bizarre. And the paramedic knows that, but when you go and see, you know, somebody about your blood pressure, the first thing they offer you is not a change in diet, but a drug that can cause diabetes and heart issues. Which is sad. Um, you know, I really do think we need doctors. I don't dislike doctors at all. I think doctors are awesome, especially when you've been involved in an accident and you need to be put back together again. My daughter just recently was involved in a car accident and damaged her neck. And thank God for the doctors were able to operate on her and replace some of the bone that had broken off. Otherwise, she'd be paralyzed. So wow. I just think we don't take responsibility for our health properly because we hand it over to somebody else. We're like, fix me. And I think it's a lot of pressure to put on other human beings to tell, ask, expect somebody else to fix you when we've actually got the tools. Your, your body's designed to repair itself. You just need to create the right environment in which it can do that. And that comes from knowing how to live. Did you, did you work all of this out by a process of elimination? How did you come to where you are today? Gosh, I read every single thing I could. You know, when I started out, there was no internet. I couldn't Google anything. And I remember even going to the Witz Medical Library, sneaking in there because I wasn't a medical student. <clears throat> in those days, you could go in. And I literally had books that I was looking for because I'd read a book and somebody would mention a book. And then I'd go and find it. And right down to Pavlov's research that he did on dogs, I remember looking in that. And um, Pottinger's cats and Looking at research done on animals and then, you know, it was a, it was a process. I was reading books on all kinds of things, you know, various aspects of diet and then experimenting on myself and finding out what worked. And then I found out basically, um, studied, um, a course on natural, uh, called life sciences 
by correspondence in the United States, but this wasn't online because there was no internet. So I'd be posting my assignments on my exams back to the States. It took months, you know, to, to just communicate efficiently. Um, and, and so I got to a place where we were eating very much a whole food plant based diet. Um, and was in the process of writing my book because I, uh, we hadn't had a doctor's bill for at that point several years and I was helping lots of other people. And so they were saying to me, I was running seminars and they were saying, please write a book. So I wrote the book and in the process of writing the book, a huge study came out. It was known as the Grand Prix of Nutritional Studies and it was headed by, um, Professor Colin Campbell, who's Professor Emeritus at Cornell University. He's now in his eighties. And I, he, it was in the, um, I think it was in the Star in Johannesburg. I saw this tiny little article at the bottom of a page saying, Grand Prix, Grand Prix of um, nutritional studies proves that man's designed for a plant-based diet. And we we kind of got to a place where we were eating very much a whole food plant-based diet. And so I picked up on this, and I, and I couldn't go online because there was no internet. So I phoned Cornell University, and I've phone said could I speak to Dr. Colin or um, Professor Colin Campbell and um, he's a doctor and a professor and um, he uh, eventually came online and he was this very sort of calm man and he said hello and I said I'm phoning from South Africa I was so excited (laughs) because here was this huge study um, that was basically I'd got to this place going a very roundabout route and experimenting on my family and friends and, and everybody and myself, for example, and finding what worked. And here was this man who'd come from a totally academic background and basically having completed over 400 studies over a 30-year period, working with over a million people, they'd now completed the study. And he subsequently wrote a book for the lay person called The China Study, which was based on all these studies and all these people, but it culminated in this huge study that they did, which they found that people that ate more plant food had less heart disease, less cancer, less diabetes, less high blood pressure, less inflammatory conditions. They found that people that ate plant-based diets had higher iron levels. For years, we'd been told you had to eat meat to, you know, mm. have the, the right levels of iron in your, in your, in, in, you wouldn't have enough iron. We were told we had to have heme iron and we couldn't eat non-heme iron, which was from plants. So here it was just turning this whole thing on the head, on its head. And it was like this wonderful evidence that I had to back me up. And I wrote to him, well, then I, I, on the phone, I said to him, could I, do you have any literature? And he said, well, there's this, you know, this academic book that they've put together. Um, that would cost me 600 rand. It was then a hundred dollars was six to six, six rand to the dollar. Why? I mean, we've come a long way since then. <laughs> so I remember paying 600 rand to get this book plus the postage to get it shipped to me and it weighed something like six kilograms. On one page it was written in Chinese, the other page was English. And, and can we, I, can, we can we just hold that for a yeah? minute? We're just going right. to go for a little bit of a break. Okay. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. Just got in a message, have, have a work meeting. Hope the podcast will be posted on the WhatsApp group. Such an interesting program as usual. Thanks, ladies. Just to let our listeners know that Fagy and I do run a WhatsApp group where we post every single day just a thought and an encouragement an idea about how we can live healthier lives. If you'd like to join, please send an email to info at highfm.com. Give us your name. Give us your number. Obviously, you have to be on WhatsApp, 
and we will gladly join you. We are in discussion with Mary Ann Shira about her journey of how she came back to health. Um, Mary Ann, there's many, many things that you, you actually, you do uh, wellness talks about. Um, yes. And geez, I'd like to hear on every single one, but one that's caught my eye this morning is like finding the balance, taking control. Like I think that this is something that that people you know find difficult. It's very mm. very difficult to navigate in today's stressful environment. Yeah. You know, can you give us some thoughts on that? Yeah, I think you know we 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 we're living in a world that's pretty much out of control. Um, and people feel it. They're feeling like they can't control their environment. You can't control you know what's going on in the world. You can't control what the government does. You can't control what your next door neighbor and. And frankly, you can't control what your adult children do. And sometimes even your teenagers. And young children. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So it's, um, it's, it's pretty much a scary world we live in. And yet there are things we can control. So really what our focus is on encouraging people to control the things they can. You can control the food you put in your mouth. You can control whether or not you exercise and you control whether or not you have spiritual wellness in your life. And those are things you can control that will make you happier, calmer, healthier. And help to handle all the things that aren't out of control. You handle them so much better. You know, the famous quote that says that the, the thing to fear the most is fear. People mm. today are in a lot of fear. And I find that when you, when you learn about your body and how it works and you start working with your body and when you start exercising and when you start dealing with the spiritual aspects in your life, you find that you actually, the fear goes because knowledge chases fear away it just displaces it completely and i actually developed a program called 365 my year of health based on that talk which became a book and on that book is really just teaching people 12 principles of health and wellness and then 12 body systems in small bite-sized pieces on a daily basis you get an email you learn about your body you get inspiration you get recipes you get books. I send people books on PDF format so that they can read certain sections of them. And it's a it's a journey. It's a journey in community. And you spoke about having your WhatsApp group. We have a WhatsApp group run by facilitators. And then once a week I meet with everybody for them to ask me questions about what they're learning and anything that they might be struggling with in, a, in an area. And then, you know, everybody's sharing what they're learning as well and it's helping everybody else. So it's a real community journey. Um, I, I, we compare it, my husband and I sometimes to walking the Camino. You grow and you learn and you meet different people and you learn about your body. And at the end of it, you have such incredible faith in this incredible body that's been created by our creator in such an amazing design. And I think that if everybody knew how their bodies worked and learned about it in a, in a comfortable, easy way, um, it becomes very easy to not be in that place of fear because you're understanding that you have an immune system that's designed to protect you against any virus and that your, your gut bacteria, for example, actually helps you to, to, to function optimally um, and actually helps to, con- you know, your immune system to function well. And so it's, it's, it's an amazing program. We're seeing amazing results. Literally within weeks, people are saying, I'm sleeping better than I've ever slept before. Um, my blood pressure stabilized. My doctor's so impressed. He says, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Um, and so there's this in, these incredible results we're seeing. Some people are even sending me their blood tests saying, check my blood test. Look what my doctor mm. says. My cholesterol's come down. My blood pressure's come down. And this is because you're allowing your body to repair itself in a way that gives you knowledge and, and helps you take control of the situation. 
How much would you say, though, that food has played a role in all of this? I know you're explaining that obviously sleep and exercise, etc., like that makes a big difference. But how have you, like you told us stories yesterday of people that you've really cured, people that came and said to you that they've, they have three months to live and they've sold everything in their lives. I'd love to hear how yeah. you help people like that. Look, a diet plays a major role because if your diet's not right, your brain's not even going to work properly. So you can't even work in other areas. So I'd put diet at the top of the wrist. I struggled with just my spirituality in my life because I was wandering around crazy and depressed. Um, you know, thinking there is no God because I pray and it feels like my prayers are bouncing off the ceiling. And once my diet got sorted out, my spiritual life got sorted out. And once my diet got sorted out, I had the energy to be able to exercise. And once my diet got sorted out, I, so I could sleep properly. So diet's a huge factor, but it all works together. And I think we've got to realize we are a whole person. And there was. I mean, there have been many people. I've had people... You know, a woman in, in Belgium who couldn't speak um, a word of English and I couldn't speak sp- French. So we, we were translating via emails. There was no internet in those days. Via email, we were translating through her daughter who lived in South Africa. She would translate for her mother and translate from English, my English back into French. And her mother had been given three months to live with liver cancer. And the doctor said there was no hope. And her, her mother was 57 and she said, but I want to see my grandchildren born and I want to see them grow up and my daughter's just got married and I want to be well. And that desire to be well is probably comes before changing the diet. You must want it badly enough to make the decision to eat better. Anyway, she changed her diet. She got into a whole food plant-based, high raw plant-based diet. And literally within three months, she went to her oncologist and he... Her cancer cell count was down to zero and there was no cancer. And she had a couple of other tests just to double check. And that woman is now in her 80s and she's living incredibly well. She's watched her grandchildren grow up. She's never had cancer again because she's gone on to look after her diet and make sure she doesn't live. And, you know, in the China study, Dr. Colin Campbell reckons that sort of over 90% of cancers are very much, I think they actually rated at about 95%, very much dietary related. So it's it's very important. What's changed the most in the world since, you know, I grew up in the 1950s and 60s is our diet. It's changed dramatically. Mm. You know, we've gone from eating mainly whole natural foods and our parents would drink coffee once a week. It was like a Sunday treat and you'd go and boil it on the stove to instant coffee and making your own coffee. People can drink 25 cups in a day to, you know, just having so much food available, fast food, processed foods, high-protein foods, all of that, you know, loads the gun for cancer. It's not one thing. It's usually a combination of lots of things. And a lot of people say, but they got cancer because they were stressed. Well, when we're stressed, we eat badly. You know, we'll mm-hmm. reach for the chocolate and the, the coffee long before we'll reach for the apple and the, the you know, the the, the glass of water then that, that that is what you need when you're stressed when you're stressed you need to eat better but so it's a combination of everything but there have been phenomenal stories the one guy you mentioned had pancreatic cancer cancer he sold everything um resigned from his job um and and he went surfing and but before he went surfing he had a lunch with his friends and they said to he said to them, I need you to be at my daughter's wedding and be there for my son and advise him in business. And the one friend had brought his assistant with, and she said, Why are you giving up? Why don't you even try and live? You know. And he said, But how? And she said, You just need to change your diet. And she was doing my nutrition course, our nutrition course, and she'd studied the human body, and 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 so she said to him, This is how you do it. And she helped him do it. And 
three years later, two or three years later, we came back. Uh, we were back in that area, and we interviewed him because he was completely well. And in fact, his stories on our in, on our YouTube channel, where he tells how he's completely well, and now he has to actually go and find <laughs> some source of income because he's getting to the end of his savings. Um, but he's in, incredibly well and still doing well. And they've been incredible stories. But it's not me curing them. It's their body repairing itself because they're creating the right environment. And I keep telling people, I'm not your guru. You're your own guru. The miracle's not outside of your body. The miracle is your body. And if you treat it the way it was designed to be treated, it works phenomenally well and repairs itself. I think I think that that is something that that needs to be drilled into each and every single one of us. You know, as you as you're talking, you know, I think number one, the will to change is yeah. is so important. It's, it's fundamental that you are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Absolutely. And and you know, once you turn that corner, um, there is a wealth of information today. We 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 are in an instant gratification generation. You know, how quickly can I make supper? How quickly can I you know get things? How quickly can I bring down my blood pressure? <laughs> Patience has certainly uh, gone out of the window. Yeah. Um, you know, c- can you talk maybe a little bit, you know, we are, we're living now in South Africa in the third wave, um, you know, and again, there's like this like rehash, I feel, of the fear, of the anxiety of hearing so many people in hospital, you know, you, and, and, and there's the talk, it's worse and it's, it's more transmissible. What would you say to somebody like that? Well, I'd say firstly, you've got to look at the actual facts, and that's the problem. What happens in the media and in social media, we're spreading all these rumors and working, winding ourselves up. And as as I said, the famous quote that said, the thing to fear the most is fear itself, and knowledge displaces fear. So if we know how our body works and we know that it can defend itself, which it can, coronaviruses have been around for a very long time, long before this whole thing's gone down, and most flu that we get is corona-based. So it's not like it's that new. It's just that there are variants and variants develop because we're in different countries and people are producing drugs against it and then things can mutate and form things something else. The bottom line is that the human um, immune system is designed to destroy coronaviruses and it does. If we look at the people that are getting really sick and the people that have passed away from it, they've invariably had some previous comorbidity, which simply means they're either obese or they're diabetic or they've um, got high blood pressure or they've got heart disease or they've got cancer. They've got a previously existing health issue. And so their body is already in a weakened state. So an immune system that's in a weakened state is not able to defend itself the way it should. Now, if we look at those comorbidities, obesity, high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, they're all related to what we eat and the lifestyles we live. Mm. So if we just start straight away tackling this, and the first step I give people in our programs, we've got the 30-day detox and the 100 days to health, and then the 365, which is the ultimate program, all of those programs, I say the first thing you do is eat raw food before you eat cooked food. And there's a good reason for it. Raw fruit and vegetables is loaded with antioxidants. Antioxidants help the immune system function properly. Our immune system has these amazing soldiers and, and, and makes them nice and strong when we have anti, um, antioxidants in our diet. So antioxidants are best eaten in food and not taken in supplements necessarily. And so, you know, juicing is a fantastic way of boosting your immune system. Eating the actual fruit and vegetables is even better, but juicing is a very concentrated way to do it. You can take dried juices like I know there's barley grass juice that you can take in a dried version and carrot juice and beet juice. So if you don't have the time or inclination and you're living in this fast world, there are ways and means for shortcuts. 
And honestly, to make healthy food and eat things that have contained a lot of fruit and vegetables shouldn't take you longer than 15 minutes. People mm. take hours sometimes preparing food so it's easier to eat at a fast food joint. But honestly, it's quicker to make a healthy meal than it is to go to the fast food joint, stand in the queue or in a restaurant and wait for your meal to come. 15 minutes is all you need. It's either 15 minutes on the table, 15 minutes in the pot or in the oven. So we don't need that much time. We've just kind of got into bad habits and we need to step back and say, I want to get healthy. I'm going to start with raw food before cooked, at least a side plate of fresh fruit before your breakfast, at least a side plate of fresh vegetables. It doesn't have to be a salad. It can be carrots and tomatoes with some hummus. Um, you have that before lunch and supper or fruit. It just, it's entirely up to you. If you don't like vegetables, eat fruit. You have kids that will not eat vegetables, but they'll eat fruit. There are other people who won't eat veg fruit, but they'll eat vegetables. It doesn't matter. Get the raw stuff into your diet. And then make a point of getting outside into natural light and exercising, exercising for at least 20 minutes a day. It's natural sunlight, we know that natural sunlight, the scientific facts show that it destroys viruses. Get outside into natural light. We don't. We're cold. We sit inside. But the sun's shining. So dress warmly and get out into natural light. And do that for 20 minutes a day. If you struggle to do it, at least eat lunch in winter out on your veranda and get some natural sunlight. Um, we live in a sunny country and, and we don't get outdoors. Sunlight and exercise helps the immune system to work more efficiently. Diet helps it to work more efficiently. Keep the Sabbath. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that is, you know, in, it's been there since the beginning of, of creation is to keep the Sabbath. It's a time mm. of rest. People don't rest anymore. They just work, 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 work. And it, and it's like rest to them is going shopping in the mall. Don't stay home. Rest, rest your body. Don't spend money. Don't think about your business. Switch off. Enjoy your family. Um, we've got to get our body into a cycle of resting. It's the most amazing thing that God created for us. I read some research years ago that a guy did, and I've got to try and find it again, where he studied animals and plants and found that they actually switch off on a Saturday. They, they, <laughs> their metabolism slows down. <laughs> yeah, it, they, it, the metabolism slows amazing. down and animals rest more. And what's your... Watch your animals. You'll find they're wow. lying around more on a Saturday. And it's like nature knows it. It's designed in our genetic makeup. And right around the world, people have said TGIF. Thank God it's Friday. Why do they say TGIF? Why don't they say thank God it's Sunday or thank God it's Monday? It's Friday because everybody's body wants to switch off and slow down on a Friday evening. We just, well, we've we just got, we've got, some, we've got an SMS that's just come in that says, I used to listen to Mary Ann many years ago, always so inspirational. In fact, it is. We're going to go for a bit of a break. We're going to come okay. back shortly. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. Carol just sent in a comment. Do we still need doctors and tests? It appears not. Mary Ann, what do you have to say about that? You know, I think we need, we definitely do need doctors. If I'm in a car accident and I need carrot juice, I need a doctor. Thank you very much. Put me back together. So we definitely do need doctors and there are situations where there are emergencies and there are accidents and things like that. I do think that we need to take the load off the medical system and our financial system as well by taking responsibility for our health by saying, I have a headache. Let me run to the doctor and get a painkiller rather saying, I have a headache. 
what's causing it. The number one cause of, of headaches right at the top of the list is dehydration. So first thing is drink water. Drink water before you eat anything. Drink water before you, you, you drink anything else. So before you have tea or coffee. And then if you take things like tea and coffee, caffeine causes headaches as well. So the various things that can cause it, but just by drinking more water, we can find we get rid of headaches. If you're not able to sleep at night, instead of going to a doctor and saying, I need um, something to help me sleep at night, look at your lifestyle and saying, what's making me not sleep? I'm working on my computer until 11, 11 o'clock at night. You need at least two hours of no technology before you go to sleep. So if you go to sleep at 10, stop on technology at, at 8. You need to have a ritual, get in a bath, read a good book. We don't read anymore. If we just got into bed and read, most people would be able to fall asleep. But if we're having caffeine in our diet, it can affect us and stop us sleeping. Some people, however, can sleep with caffeine, but a lot can't. But a lot of people suffer from anxiety. Instead of saying, why am I anxious? What am I doing to my body that's making my heart beat fast and my mind race like this? Top of the list is caffeine. So if we start looking at the practical side of it and saying, what am I doing that's affecting my body? And we live in an era where we can Google it. What can stop me sleeping? Google that and it'll tell you. Caffeine could do it. Technology can do it. Stress can do it. So do some stretching exercises, maybe attend a yoga class. Do some stretching exercises before you go to bed and go through the ritual of your bath and light a candle and have a good book. I have the best book. If I want to sleep instantly, I just take out the book of Psalms or Proverbs and I start reading that. <laughs> it just is written in a way where it slows your brain down. It's quite amazing. It's incredible. And within three lines of reading, you know, Psalm 23, I am asleep. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's enough to calm anybody's brain down. <laughs> we forget about things that have been the ancient, the ancient paths, the ancient boundaries in our lives because yeah. we so, we're living at this fast pace and everything's become instant and we even get our spiritual wellness from some guru on, on, on YouTube. And I don't, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but we need to sometimes go back to just reading wisdom as well. I think that's well. the message for COVID, right? COVID is saying, guys, listen, you know, you've pushed yourself so far. It's enough now. Start taking responsibility Absolutely. and, and, and start. I think one of the other ideas is to, to be intuitive about your body. Like this is something that I've learned in my, uh, my journey towards health. And, you know, I'm not perfect and it's, it, it is a journey, but just to actually ask the questions. We are so, we are so, um, What's the word? Just like accepting, you know, I, I've got high blood pressure. Well, here's the tablet. I remember, yeah. I remember first learning about high blood pressure. There was, it was a couple of years ago. My blood pressure was somewhat high and the doctors, you know, said, you're not, you bought a line. You're going to have to go on to blood pressure tablets like very soon. And I did. I did exactly what you said. I went and I Googled uh, blood pressure and to my horror initially, I learned that blood pressure isn't a disease in and of itself. It is just telling you that your body is under strain. And so yes. now your body is struggling to get the blood everywhere. If that's high blood pressure, if it's obviously low blood pressure, your body is lethargic and it doesn't have the right things. And that go work out what is causing the high blood pressure and your blood pressure will go away. That was a eureka moment. Absolutely, and it's uh, if the world, as I say, I'm, I'm on a mission to get the whole world well. I'd like at least a million people within the next five years to actually get the fact that we're in charge of our health and we need to understand how our body works. And it's incredible. There's actually a new series on Netflix called Human Within the Body, or, or mm -hmm. and, and it's a series that shows you how your brain works and how your 
um, central nervous system works and, and how your digestion works and how your immune system. And it's fascinating. And what kind of fuel we need in our body. And I'm so excited about it. It just came out. I saw it came as released this weekend. I'm thinking the whole world needs to go and watch that because it shows you in a really digestible way how the body works. And, and we, when you watch that, your mind is blown. You think this incredible body, we treat it with such disrespect. You know, if, if we had an operations manual that was born when we got and said, all right, now this is the kind of fuel you need to put into your body at this time of the day. And this is how you need to exercise and, and all of this stuff. Animals seem to know that instinctively, but it seems that humans have strayed so far from how we were created. We just, uh, we've forgotten that we're actually, this is my body. I live in it and I need to look after it. We look after our cars better than we look after our bodies with some Absolutely. people. You know? Absolutely. We worry I think, about I the think kind nowadays of oil. also with COVID, there's just so much going on and people have really taken a step back and realized that they have to take charge of their lives and their health. Yeah. And, you know, there is so much research out there. There's so, as you say, with the, with the shows that are coming out, you know, with, with the, with the amount of reading that I've done with health. And obviously, like Adel says, it's a journey and it really is a journey. And even just throughout being on this show, I've learned so much from all, all our guests that we've had. Um, but everything is linked and everything is connected and blood, and, you know, it, it's, it's coming from so many different angles and so many different avenues. We just have to find the root cause. Yeah. No, I mean, my kids had ear infections, tonsillitis, runny noses, and I was going from, you know, taking and decongestants, and then my kids would get sick from something else and get some other kind of infection, and then I'd look at what was in the, I looked inside what was in the actual syrup that I was giving them, the decongestant syrup, and there were preservatives and refined sugar in there, and I'm like, this isn't good for my kid's body, and this is a preservative, sodium, benzoate, and sulfur dioxide that can cause more mucus problems. So then I thought, well, okay, you know, the, the doctor studies medicine and surgery, so that's the route he's going to take, and he's not, you know, nutrition and healthy living is not his field of expertise, so I need to take the responsibility for that. And mm-hmm. so you start questioning, and then I realized that this mucus problem was actually coming from, not only from preservatives, but it was coming from dairy products. And then I started panicking, like, if I take the dairy out, they're not going to get enough calcium. And that's how you start studying more and more. And then you, you realize that calcium is available in all your dark green leafy vegetables in a much more usable form than you'd ever get in any milk because it's so high in phosphorus, you can't use the calcium anyway. And, and studies show that there's a net loss of calcium from the body when you consume dairy products. So that's not a good idea to do. But interesting things, the dairy products go, the tonsillitis goes, the ear infections, the allergic rhinitis, all of that goes. And, 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 and then you find research from the Red Cross Children's Hospital, Dr. Matala, many years ago, I was reading a pediatric journal, and he'd written an article in there on how dairy products cause all these problems and why you need to get children out of dairy and that. 40% of these kids that have these problems have get the same problem with soy milk. So soy milk's not an answer to a lot of people either, but you've got to know this stuff and you've got to behavior, to behavior problems in children and dairy is huge. It's huge, huge. Well, just before we, just before we go to the break, just to, to, to end off this, to tell you that my health journey really took a turn when I had, uh, uh, my son. He was a year and a half old and he developed a autoimmune disease called uh, minimal change nephrotic syndrome. It's a very, very rare disease. Only like one in 500,000 people get it. Thank God we had a pediatric nephrologist at the Joburg Gen. And yo, we went through a horrific journey. He was put on like chemotherapy drugs, um, was on six cortisone a day, couldn't get him right. And in my desperation, I started asking the question why. 
and um, to the horror of the doctors, I cured him. It's an incurable disease. And the cause, it was the milk he was drinking. We're going to go for a bit of a break. This is the Healthy You, Wealthy You show with Adol Kosilski and Fagy Stern. We've had a tremendous amount of feedback. Uh, Sharon says, please have Marianne lots on your show. So inspirational. So inspirational is that she is um, t- taking and lifting my spirits. Well, thank you, Sharon. And indeed, we have intention, uh, Marianne, to have you on further and to be, you know, very focused on certain topics because we've run out of time. Can you for now tell our listeners where they can get hold of you? Um, you know, you're, you, you talk about the fact that you do have certain um, wellness courses and books, etc. Let's give them uh, something to start with. Okay. Um, I'd say just email um, our administrator <clears throat> on info at wholeworldwell.com. Um, and that way we can put you onto our newsletter and we can send you any information you need. You also get our newsletter so you'll know when we have our free webinars, which we have on specific subjects, like the last one we did was on thyroid and the next one is going to be on, um, I think it's on ADD. <clears throat> I just got to check my list. But we can send you that information. So just info at wholeworldwell.com. Fantastic. And what we'll also do is we'll post this information on our WhatsApp group um, so that you can be part of this conversation. As mentioned, if you'd like to join our WhatsApp group, it's uh, you send an email to info at chaifm.com with your name and your number, and we will gladly join you. Uh, Marianne, it's been a fascinating conversation and an inspiring one, because at the end of the day, I think that when one sees the whole picture, then one can deal with the details. Lots of times we get so stuck in details yeah, that we absolutely. actually do not see the whole picture. So thank you. Yeah. Thank pleasure. you so much, Marianne. So inspirational, and well done for all that you're doing for the rest of the world. Everyone's totally inspired and looking forward to joining your your webinars. Thank you for giving me the privilege to to share with you. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Everybody, stay safe, stay sane. We'll be back here next week.